0: Look, it's Thursday, we don't have time, so it's yeah, a quickie. We don't down. have time Get in. to do a full episode because you know what? Doing two full episodes every come on, two come is on. too much. Too much. So sit every down. second Thursday, it's quickie time. So that's that's what we're doing today. Mm. Um, and I'm going to kick it off. It's a stories episode, yes. but I'm going to kick it off with a letter that isn't so... It's a little bit of a story and a little bit of a feedback. Great. Uh, It says, Hi, Liz and Tom. Continuing to plough through the back catalogue, but I just wanted to give a shout-out to Scott, Amy and Tilly and Mm. their stories about ethical non-monogamy and poly relationships. Okay. It's been something that I did not understand or comprehend for so long, in brackets, thanks, society, for forcing monogamy on us all. But having listened to their stories, I've had a bit of an, ooh, maybe this could work for me moment. Having been single forever, I'm struggling to find out what I want in a relationship and certainly having more trouble getting people to outline what they want and so there's miscommunication, different expectations and then all the pain and heartache. I'm also now a fiercely independent person so the thought of having a partner around all the time (laughs) freaks me out a bit. So I started pursuing casual relationships, probably a whole other episode on its own, it's there, Uh, and still have the same frustrations. In the last two weeks, however, I've met two gentlemen online who were married and looking for people to date. I liked the look of both and matched and started chatting. The first gentleman and his wife were relatively new to having an open relationship and hadn't actually met anyone yet. He and I made a date to meet at the end of the week, but on the day of our date, his wife had an anxiety attack about us meeting, so we cancelled. Mm -hmm. The second gentleman's wife lives in Canberra for work And has apparently now got a regular boyfriend down there He'd been seeing someone previously But it hadn't worked out So we had a date on Wednesday In brackets, just met for drinks We got on incredibly well So much so that we organised dinner for the very next day The date was even better And things are currently disgustingly adorable And (laughs) I have never been happier at this point Even this early While I am very conscious of keeping my reality and emotions in check, I feel like the conversation about the status of our potential relationship is so upfront that there are clear boundaries straight away rather than playing the usual guessing games around other dates like, does he like me? Where is this going? etc. So I just wanted to say thank you to you guys, the podcast and your guests for your stories because it has opened my eyes to more options and I know that I am going to be so actively communicating through this new journey. Keep it up.
1: Ah. Brilliant. Congratulations, reader.
0: Thank you. Yes. Yes.
1: Take a Is that take for a us minute, or for the reader.
0: Well done, us.
1: <laughs> I'm uh uh I'm glad that our humble little show has brought information in and uh, Thus, led to someone else picking that up figuring and figuring out with what it.
0: they're into and going with it. It yeah, yeah. just every time we get any kind of feedback like this, it just warms my little heart so much. And I also want to extend my thanks to Scott, Amy, mm-hmm. and Tilly for coming on and sharing yes. their stories as well, because um, having all of those different sides of uh, of a ethically non monogous, or I think it was, I think uh, what it's got called, a relationship anarchy, something yes, like that. Yep. Um, is uh it's i don't think that was exactly it but it's close to that um having all of the sides so we had you know the husband the wife and one of the girlfriends having all those sides enables us to be able to show it not just from a well i bet that person says that but i wonder what their wife thinks like mm, i
1: yes you
0: know anyway so thank you to those three for coming on and know that your stories have helped
1: yes evidently at
0: least one if not a heck of a lot
1: more and uh, to the reader congratulations good luck uh, going forward but sounds like a happy healthy scenario you found yourself in i will take the reins a little bit and i went uh, i hit the streets hat in hand looking for Walk of Shame stories. <laughs> no, I'm not huge on the, ti- the, 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 the title. I believe we Walk call it shame. Stride of Pride now. Stride of Pride. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Stride of Pride, everybody playing along at home. So yep. we're going to change if the language. If you're still
0: in your slutty clothes from the night before, you pick up your shoes, you wipe that mascara off your face and you strut to get your coffee, knowing that yeah. the whole world knows you got some and they probably didn't.
1: Get it. Now, uh, we'll go back to 1997. Oh, uh, sorry, Jesus. Sorry, everybody. Uh, st- step back. It was 1997 and I, w- I was a sophomore in college. I went as Posh Spice for Halloween. Uh-huh. So, we know, we know we're in the yes. 90s. Yep. Most people thought my friends and I were dressed as prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> The well. walk, the walk of shame. The next morning was the Saturday of Parents' Weekend at the at the oh, university. No. The costume was fully intact as I stumbled home in a sheer purple sparkle shirt, black mini skirt, knee high silver glitter platform boots, estimated heel height five to six inches. Jesus. Did I mention it was a Catholic school? Oh, man. quite a few horrified looks, but I didn't care if I was if. if but I didn't care if it was 7am or midnight. Those boots were amazing. Don't get me <laughs> wrong. I felt very shamed, but it's hard to feel completely bad when your shoes are a million times better than every, than anyone else's. Amazing. So I love that this person yep. has just owned their footwear and just, just owned it as you should.
0: Absolutely. You looked hot last night. As long as you get rid of your panda eyes, you look hot as shit the next day too.
1: <laughs> I've, got no, I've got a quick one I want to hit you with again. After waking up in a guy's bed, I just wanted to get out of there.
0: Yeah, I know that feeling.
1: I decided to sneak out and walk back to my car to avoid any awkwardness. I tried to creep through the living room and out the front door, but I couldn't get his front door open. Oh no. <laughs> I didn't want to risk making more noise, so I headed out the back door only ended only to end up in a fenced-in yard. Oh, no. I proceeded to hop the fence in my dress from the night before wow. whilst carrying my heels in the snow <gasps> and start my journey back to my car. Ugh. I had to walk past a church so just as Sunday morning service was ending.
0: Heck, yeah, you did.
1: But I got to my car and realised my keys were still in his <laughs> room. I I did the reverse and snuck back in the house and finally made it to my car and home. But I will never forget that walk. I just imagine
0: her commando rolling across the garden on the way to get
1: back into the house. And then you get,
0: my keys. I've got a a story that I found on news.com.au for you. Uh, So when you go on a Tinder date, Tom, let's just say, let's say in some alternate universe you went on a Tinder date, like what would you consider a bad Tinder date?
1: Uh, A... Is a bad Tinder date not just a bad date, full stop? Or are, yeah. the, are we talking two separate things? I mean, well, that's someone you someone you don't know. I assume. I mean,
0: look, the worst date that I think about, like, obviously, let's not get murdered or anything, but like, you know, there's a bit of awkwardness. You just don't. You're not keen. Someone goes, "You, this guy went on a Tinder date and got robbed."
1: Yeah. The,
0: so a man arrived at a hotel for what he believed was a Tinder date, but it turned oh, out by the to be no, an armed robbery in which a couple stole his personal belongings and thousands of dollars.
1: Yeah. Y-
0: I want to know why he had thousands of dollars on him going mm. to a date, but it's probably like a credit card theft thing. So the victim showed up at a hotel room. Uh, this was in Phoenix uh, last month after matching with a woman whose Tinder profile said her name was Sonia. And when he made it to the room... Uh, he had a gun pointed at his head and they demanded his property. The victim handed over his mobile phone, identification cards, social media accounts, PIN and bank account information. The victim was then ordered to drive the suspects to a nearby bank and then the suspects took his car yep, as well. Look,
1: the, the, I mean, the, the day started out poorly. Uh, gee whiz. Yeah.
0: Yeah, days later. Uh, so, what, is, what does it say? Uh, so, the two people were identified. The authorities picked them up um, and they matched them with a bunch of stuff. And days later, they discovered an online escort advertisement with the couple's phone number and a set up a meeting location. So, as they were waiting for them, they nabbed them. That's good. good yeah. End, yeah. Um, so, basically, uh, during that nabbing, though, they carjacked another vehicle. <laughs> And the police followed them out and, and managed to catch up with them. But I don't like. I've worried about getting murdered on a date before. Like I've robbed, worried about yeah. getting assaulted on a date before. I've never. Congratulations. Here's a new.
1: Here's a new. Here's a new
0: fear, a new fear unlocked. Here's everybody. Here's a new phobia,
1: Everyone. Just when put that you on are the going shelf. on a
0: date, uh, y- you might be robbed. I it hope It could might. be a setup to. Um, yeah,
1: I wonder how long it took him to realize he was being ro- robbed and wasn't, and it wasn't sexy role play. Like no, you walk into the thing and there's a gun <laughs> oh and no. oh, you've caught me! Ooh, and what are you going <laughs> to do to
0: me, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> and, then,
1: and then you go, hang on, ten minutes in. Ah, oh, no, this is oh no, real.
0: shit! That's oh. my real credit card. Please, okay, great.
1: Oh, the pool, the, the have poor you got lamb. something
0: that's a little less depressing to drive <laughs> us home look, with? Look,
1: I've, I've got another uh, stride of pride great, story that uh, that I can tickle us away with, and then we can we can forget get that horribleness. That's quite nasty, <laughs> I think, to be, to be robbed on a date. Um, a friend of mine, so someone's dobbed in their, their pal here, a friend of mine was seeing a guy who lived about a 20 minute walk away. She went back to his place after a night out, but she forgot to take her contact, contact lenses out. Oh. So in the morning, her, her eyes hurt and she took them out. Not having brought her contact lens case with her, she had to carry them back home in a cup of water.
0: Oh, no. And
1: since she's almost blind without them, she managed to walk into a lamp post. Oh, no. On the bright side, oh. it meant she didn't recognise anyone she knew on her <laughs> stride of pride. The, <laughs> the poor lamb.
0: But did the cup of water survive when she tripped and ran uh, into the limbo? <laughs>
1: there are some stories that we never get a, a oh, satisfying resolution to, some closures But every please write in and let us know, did the context make it? Maybe. Yeah. maybe
0: yeah. All right. Well, that's our quickie this week. Yes. Uh, if you have any stories of when you've done an amazing stride of pride or if you consider it a walk of shame, like I will get on board <laughs> with that as well. Sometimes <laughs> some things you cannot turn into a good situation and we want to hear about them because that's what our podcast is all about. Yeah,
1: so we want to reclaim the stride of pride as a – we want to uh, rebrand the walk of shame, the stride of pride, but it can still be a walk of shame in your own – yeah, Eyes, yeah. right? So that's, the, yeah, that's the
0: Exactly. Difference we're going exactly. To. So write to us at ghost at gmail.com. It is the season. We're asking for reviews for Christmas this year. We've both been mostly on the nice list this <laughs> year. Um, and so, as our present, we would love if you've ever enjoyed our episodes, if you've ever gotten anything out of it, if you've even giggled just a little bit, just a little, or if you've shed a little tear, if you can find somewhere to review us, we would be very grateful. It's the best present that we could get this Christmas season. Uh, Until then, I've been Liz Best here with...
1: And Tom Harris. Uh, If you're not going to rate the bloody show, please share it.
0: Share it. We love it. That's a good present too. It's not as good, but it's good.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well,